This is Archery Unfiltered, where I, Wendell Souza, cover California archery events and what it takes to make you a better archer. Good evening, everyone. Uh, this is your friendly Archery Unfiltered here. Uh, your buddy Wendell and my good friend, Jim Padilla. Evening, How you, everyone. How you doing, Jim? All right. Long time to talk to you, Pally. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've both been busy with the family stuff. and Yeah, that's what we're pretending, at least. So. <laughs> you survived the holidays? Yes, yes. I would call it that. <laughs> You get anything good for Christmas? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> you want to talk about it, or is it like sex stuff? I, uh, yeah, my, my wife gifted me a very nice uh, fishing reel. Oh, is that what we're calling them now? Yeah. <laughs> what's the uh, what's the going rate? Well, I know it's tacky to ask, but I'm sure you know. How much, how much does this fishing reel go for that your wife got you? It was a top end one, so it was like four hundred and twenty five oh, bucks. Damn. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. I know it what... uh, it definitely shows. Yeah. Yeah, just like uh <laughs> I guess it's just like bows, I guess. Yeah, you know, I mean yeah, I mean you could get yourself uh what do they call it? A mission archer bow. Yeah. yeah, it'll shoot arrows. It'll it'll get the job done. Yeah, or, or bow tech, right? <laughs> or bow tech, yes. Or, or get yourself a. Well, I guess not Hoyt Matthews. A Matthews, <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, PSDs are pretty popular right here too. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, huh? It's so crazy, man. PSCs just fucking... I'm not going to say they blew up because PSC's always kind of been around. It's always been kind of like a Hoyt contender, you know? Or at least that's how I felt about it. And if you, like, weren't cool enough to hang out with the Hoyt kids, you went to, like, the PSE nerds. Because they also had yeah. a shoot-through riser. Right. You know, they usually or had you a... didn't have the, 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 you know, the strength to shoot a Hoyt. You know, you shot a PSE. Yeah, yeah. if you didn't like the uh, super-aggressive uh, Hoyt let off yeah you know it's funny you say that because i shot a supra once and the let off on that was so much worse than my hoyts <laughs> <laughs> it was the first the first gen supra you know oh, okay or i'm sorry not the first gen supra it was the when they redid it's the modern supra but it's before they went like rtx and super focus or it was the first focus first super focus you remember that one yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was a big change for them, and yeah. uh, they they started going down a, a pretty pretty good path there. Dan, where they're at. Dan Jassa had the coolest Supra Focus when it came out. It was like sky blue with white limbs. He had orange strings, and that thing that thing popped. Yeah, yeah. He crushed with that bow. So, dude, ton, ton of shit going on in archery. I feel like oh, man. I waited just a little too long for uh, to do an episode. I, I I wanted to do an episode with you earlier in the week, but just so we could talk about all the 
all the shit that's going on. I kind of thought when we did that last episode, I bought myself like a month. You know? No, I mean, definitely things have been popping off uh, left and right. Yeah. So, <laughs> we'll get into it. But I told you that on the Bojunkie podcast, I'm not advocating anyone has to go listen to Bojunkie. I know it's painful. But yeah. I, I listened to it to hear Gillingham, his interview with uh, with uh, Poole. And he had said in that interview that he called Paige when they gave him the, the pink slip, the, the you're fired you know, pack up your shit and get out. Mm-hmm. He called Paige and she didn't pick up the phone. Right. And I brought, I, yeah. I told that to you and you went, meh, that's nothing. <laughs> but it looks like there's might some little, I don't know, maybe a little, I don't know about tension, but there's definitely some shenanigans getting tossed around now. Okay. We'll get into that. We'll get into that in a little bit. The, Sounds good. That way, anyone that loves drama is going to be forced to listen to all our other shit first. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, let's see. First thing that I wanted to talk about is the new X10. The new X10 Arrow. Have you heard about this? Have you seen it? <laughs> Dude, I feel yeah, like, the, the parallel, right? I feel like, um, what's his name? Jay Leto. Have you guys heard about this? Have you seen this? <laughs> okay. It is the 4mm X10 Parallel Pro. Now, do you want to start by taking a fat shit on this, or should I? Let's see. Um, oh, you know what? what? Let me shit on everything while we're at it, okay? Okay. Uh, like Just... a m- month or two ago, Greg Poole did this whole thing. He did a post about the archery. Maybe this was like three or four months ago. Archery companies aren't innovating. They're just recycling the same shit, right? Ah. Okay. Now, I think if anyone listens to this show, I've kind of been on that kick for about three years now, right? At least three years of, like, why are they just rehashing the same crap? Easton releases the X10 Parallel Pro. Greg Poole nuts his pants. Just blows up on the the launch pad. Red (laughs) face. This thing is awesome. Check. This isn't your regular X10. No, it's not. It's your pro comp. You know what? I, I heard it called. Um, I saw uh, our good friend Dave Cousins okay. comment on. And oh. uh, he goes, oh, oh, they brought back the ACG. Mm, yes, the ACG. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, have, being one I, I could never really afford you couldn't afford. Eastern, do you Eastern, want? I have twenty five ACGs in my basement. Hold on, no, I mean uh, any Eastern arrows, you know, other than the all aluminum ones. Uh huh. I, I can't really speak to those, but uh, because they were always on the higher, very high end of uh, spending money for arrows. Yeah, yeah, they're very pricey. So wait, yeah, so, so I mean, did, what was the uh, the you know the you know what was were those ones that I tried to give you, those hunting arrows, the AC, AC hunters? You never gave me those, or I'd have them. Mm, okay. The three, <laughs> the three forty nines. Remember? Three forty. Uh, no. Okay. Oh, do I? Ha- are my ACGs yours? No, no, not the ACGs. These were before ACGs. Are they ACCs? ACC hunters? Yes, ACCs, That's not what, hunters, ACCs. You gave me a box of like twenty of them, right? 
Yeah. I have that, that, those are the ones I'm talking about. Damn, I feel dumb now. <laughs> <sighs> but uh, I had those, and they worked good. Um, but you know, let's see. You, you can't just shoot them into a regular. Uh, at the time, at our range, my range, right? We, we had uh, Excelsior bales, and they just they'll get snapped they, off. They quick. beat them. You yeah. know, they just beat it up. You know. I don't mean to be a dick, but I don't like Dave Cousins' joke. And I th- what is he trying to sound dated by saying ACG like he's been around that long? The dude was sponsored by Easton. He should know it's a pro comp. Okay. That joke is weak as fuck. The ACG doesn't even come in the same spine. <laughs> Not anymore. Dave Cousins, stick to shooting arrows and leave the jokes to us. All right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Hard. All right. So let's let's get off on a good on a positive note here. Um, here's why this is the same shit rebranded. All right. Yeah. Um, spine starts at 250. All right. So when they say it's not your regular X10, no, it's not. It's bigger. The X10 is going to be a smaller outside diameter. Okay. Let me make sure. Let me just bring that. Oh up. yeah. Yes. I'm looking at now. The uh, the 250 has a. It's like the size of a regular. Um, Bullshit. Yeah, 245 right there, right? OD. Yeah. So check this out. Um, It's not your regular X10. It is exactly like the Pro Comp. It is just a different label. And okay. to be fair, I like the new label. I like the X10 Parallel Pro label because it looks like the old Recurve X10 label, which I think is way saucier than the Pro Tour, the Pro Tour label, if I were to, to judge, you know? It's kind of got right. some got some cool tradition. It's got some Olympic flair behind it. But if you guys pull up the Pro Comp Arrow on Easton's website, you put it next to the Four Millimeter X10 Parallel Pro, they are exactly the same. Everything from uh, spine selection, right? 250, 300, 340, 420, 470, blah, blah, blah. Same GPI, same outside diameter, same stock length, same fucking point. Uh, pin half out size recommendations. This is the same shit. This is the same arrow with a new label. Yeah, yeah. And there, let's see. Uh, the Pro Comp, they're stating as a 0015 plus or minus. Mm-hmm. This is it. And the, the uh, Parallel Pro is a 001. Okay. Which I guarantee you, if you put it on a straightness thing, it'll be one five or one two, or one something. Well, that that's that's why they say plus or minus. I know, but the one five. Come on, what are we doing here? Weight tolerance well, plus or minus point five grains, just like the pro comp. People, Easton, fucking has no good ideas left. They've thrown everything at you, so they're like, put a new label on it. These dumbasses will buy it. Yeah. Okay. Truly. Okay. Truly. And to, to sh- give you, shame uh, on Easton. Shame right. on Easton, and then shame on Greg Poole for fucking nutting all over these. After he goes on his long tirade of, oh, no one makes anything new anymore. Go on, they Jim. I, I was I was interrupting you. Yeah, I'll give you that. Similar. They're the same arrow, dude. They just they take half, run them through this little, you know screen printing 
wet label bullshit. This half goes over here. Okay, here's here's my thoughts that you didn't ask for. Okay. But yeah, let's hear it. A lot of times, um, they would get arrows and they'd make them all. And the ones that were a lot straighter would be zero zero ones, and the other ones would be zero zero threes. So it looked like they made the, like you said, pro comps, and then you're just they, they probably it looks like they found they're like, hey, you know what? A lot of times these are coming out a little straighter, you know, a majority of the batch than than what we're stating. So hey, let's uh-huh. uh, throw a label on it and just call them parallel pros. And charge more money. So you think if you put these two on a straightness testing unit of some kind, the parallel pros will be more straighter? No, no. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying they probably – usually how they make arrows is they make everything in a big batch, right? And it just comes off, and then they're sorted by straightness. Yes. So these ones are just a little straighter on average – and they were able to, you know, make another line of arrows. You really believe all that bullshit you just said? I don't know. It sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to refrain from yelling at you. Cause okay. I like you. Um, let's take a peek at the Pro Tour. But, I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is pretty much what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Uh, almost. You're kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt and saying, all right, guys, like, I understand. Not really. I understand why you guys couldn't think of anything new. I'll give it to you. We're, yeah. We're going to weigh the averages here, and we'll put them in the bin over here. I totally agree with you. It's it's nothing new. I mean, like I said, it's just... Uh, you would do sick. great at Easton's customer service when some <laughs> lunatic that listens to this show calls Easton and starts hammering the poor woman on the phone about how these are the same arrows. They could just yeah. transfer that lunatic to you, and you could be like, "Oh well, you know, batch straight." Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. They'd call me up, Jim. Wendell Susan, line one again. I'm like, yeah. okay. First, so, first it was true. a Hoyt Cam debacle. And yeah. <laughs> Greg Easton's the like, debacle. "Have him killed." I don't care who he is. Have him killed. That's why I'm not shoot. I can't shoot Reading this year because I'm pretty sure that they've paid someone to <laughs> fix me. So. <laughs> Bunker Buster on their way over. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I'm a little disappointed. Like, I've heard it said that e- what Easton is trying to do right now, like this is their justification for it, is that they're trying to create a uniform system of, like, the 4-millimeter HL point can go in any of the 4-mil arrows. That that means the Parallel Pro, the, the Axis 4-mil, what have you. Um... You know, I get it, but do you think it really warrants a new fucking label and all this hype around the, it's not your, you know, it's not your regular X-10 bullshit? Yeah, I'm not sure either, Yeah, you know? <laughs> I will give it, uh, okay, here's the one plus. Here's what I give it over any other arrow. Okay. If they still are made in America. I don't see anything on the website about this arrow being made in America. But if they are, oh, here it is, made in the USA. Bam. That is one reason why I would buy this arrow. I'd probably get a pro comp depending on what the prices are, you know? 
Let me see. Actually. Okay, let's focus on that. What difference? They're the same they price. They're the, they're the same price. Then price, you know, I mean, are you are you doing yourself a disservice by buying these or not buying those and buying pro comps instead? No. I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, no, yeah. It's really between the two, you're going to go with the one that the label, who, which label do you like better? Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day. Um, I got to hand it to Easton still making some of their arrows in the United States. Super drives for the most part are not made in the United States. And I, I, I remember bringing that up to, to Rudy and he defended Easton to the bitter end, but they're not. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can't, uh, Let's see what the uh, website says about that. Because he tried to tell me, oh, no, they're about to be, but now they, they ain't about to be. Yeah. No, they're very careful about that. They don't put Made in the USA on any of the super drives. Could least, be North America. What's that? Could be in just North America. Maybe like Mexico? Oh, hey, easy. Yeah. Well, okay. I do think it is Mexico because the Super Drive 27 takes the same components as a gold tip triple x same yeah. inside outside diameter stuff maybe a touch different i ran them with no problem when i shot super drive 27s i use gold tip right. components but you can't go the other way you can't put eastern shit in gold tips it's too tight for some reason okay so i don't know that's weird anyway uh ooh, super drive micro have you seen this I did. I was looking at those just now. 233. Uh, so it's going to be like a 5 mil. Oh, yeah. It's, no, it's a, it uses the 4 mil point. It's just a big, it's a big 4 mil. Well, okay. So the inside. Yeah. Also, not made in America. I'll give you one thing I like just looking at it right now is they, they have a lot of in between sizes. Yes. For spine, 425, 475, 525, 575. Yeah. Yeah. And that that could be uh, a big deal for people who are, uh, who like to tinker. And also people, you know. Um, Damn, look at. Look you at know, her on the edge of, you know, certain draw lengths, draw weights. You know, like they have to run it a certain size arrow really small. Look or at, look at or you. really long. Look at you trying to sell these shitty Eastern Vietnamese arrows. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Look at the only reason. And you know what? My New Year's resolution this year. Did you make one? No. Really? Why? I got a cool one. Okay. I am not going to buy anything that isn't that made, made in America. That's it's broke. You broke it already, probably the first day. No, how? Yeah, the first day. Yeah, I have unknowingly. I haven't bought shit, dude. Did you put gas in your car since the first of oh, the year? Oh, come, not like that. I'm talking oh, about. Oh, oh, there's limits of okay. Are anything for me? Okay, <laughs> anything for me. That's what I'm saying. I'm oh, not. Okay. I'm not buying jackets, shoes, socks. Nothing unless it's made in America. 
Well, you shouldn't have to. You own most of that stuff already. But I'm gonna sell it all, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna sell all my Kuyu because that shit's made in Vietnam or Bangladesh or some sweatshop, smelly ass, moldy country. And I am gonna buy. I ordered a down jacket that was made in America, and some company named Forlo, like Forlo with an H at the end. Why didn't you buy Jocko stuff? I do. I got I got some Origin pants. That was my birthday present to myself. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I got Origin pants. Uh, they're cool. They right, you know. Um, I like them. I'm not yeah. gonna go hunt. I got the uh, they're called Versa pants. They're like. You know, just walking around, hangout pants. Oh, okay. Um, I think, you know, it says for urban... Dude, that's the only thing that kills me about Jocko's thing. <laughs> it says for urban ops. It's like, oh, yeah, urban ops, like, going to grocery outlet. <laughs> or fucking... When you have to pull a mission and take your mail to the post office. It's like... Yeah. Come on, dude. Ease up with that shit. We're just civilians here. But I bought them anyway. They're made in America. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Okay, interesting. Yeah. I'm going to be on the lookout. Dude, I'm thinking about doing an Instagram of just how to buy shit that's only made in America. Right? Like, what companies only, like, make shit that's, like, Danner, right? Danner Boots still makes American, has American-made boots. Yeah, they have. Not all I know, of them. I know. I Dude, I got tripped up, too, because I was looking at some, I was like, oh, these look like sporty mountain shoes. No, yeah. not, not American made. Those are Vietnamese made. But some of their shit, their mountaineering boots, you know, their some of their le- leather stuff is made in America. So, you know, if I can sell some more shit, maybe I can buy some shoes. Basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose like nine pairs of clothes, of like cool hunting clothes, and I'm gonna have one pair of kind of cool, but American made clothes. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be my my New Year's resolution, and I expect you to hold me to this now. Don't let me go. Don't don't let me go poking around archery products that aren't American made. You are. Oh my gosh. All right. On the kettle black there, but okay. (laughs) Well, I mean, okay. You were gonna buy freaking Chinese X10s. You were gonna buy Chinese. This was. This was years ago when I didn't have. You have freaking stabilizer weights. My stabilizer weights were made in America. No. Yes. Yes. That was, uh, what was that guy's name? Like Z, Z something. Like Z machining or something. Zorro machining or something like that on eBay. Of course, he didn't pay the taxes and all that that come along with archery gear, but whatever. Made in America. And let's get okay. Let's go full disclosure. You and me are both gold tip guys, right? So we are gonna shoot a Mexican made product. <laughs> but we'll be getting I have a, no What's that? I have no problem with that. I got no problem with it either. And you know, at this moment I'm not buying anything. I do buy the components which are made in America. Yeah. So we're still good there. But yeah, if anyone out there listens to this show is a patriot as much as I am. Send me some shit. Send me some stuff. What do you know? What what's good American made stuff? Like quality American made stuff. I'm I'm gonna sell my Kuyu pack and get a Kefaru uh you know 
as soon as I can sell some organs to get okay. a Faro pack. Those things are fucking expensive. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, Stone Glacier gotta, makes America. Going on, oh, I'm sorry. You know? What's that, dude? You got to pay for Aaron to go on all those hunts. Yeah. <laughs> right? Can you imagine? You bust your ass for, let's say you, you put aside 50 bucks a month, right? Would, is that how much you would put aside? Uh, maybe maybe a hundred bucks a month. For four months, you can get the frame, and then another four months, you can get the pack itself. And that equates to Aaron Snyder getting one of those little foam leaves, like made on his uh, little cup of like mini coffee at wherever he <laughs> gets coffee, you know. And then he tosses yeah. the barista a couple extra bucks, and he's like, mm, whatever. Like yeah. <laughs> that's how that it's a weird kickdown, but at least it's him in America giving it to a barista and not Xi Jinping giving it to some guy on the street for a pork bun in China. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least that <laughs> money stays here. You're just on fire today, okay? Would you agree? Like, I'm like, my wife says I'm nuts because there's shit. Like, what was it? Rudy was telling me that he's getting going to get one of these new uh, Jetstream, what do they call it, like Jetstream uh, uh, Sitka jacket. Okay. Those are hot, man. Those look cool. But when he told me that, all I, like, the inside of my brain was like, not made in America, man. Not made in America. Cool as shit, yeah. but supporting the enemy, bro. I gotcha. So, I don't know. That's the kick I'm going to be on, so... I don't think any you won't see me wearing Kuyu this year. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh origin pants or something my mom made for me. Oh, kimono. Cool. <laughs> or just some ratty ass hey, shorts. Let's, I get, let's go back to your all right. We need to I'm sure you could find components for your arrows, American made. Oh yeah, Gold Tip makes Amer- American they machine all their components in house or uh in America. No for sure. What's that? Why would they do that and not build the shafts? Um, well, let me see. I'll go to the website. I'm just saying, I, I'm not to sidetrack. You can call Jordan at Smith Brothers Arrows. Oh, yeah, if you get... wanted to, but they don't make pins, right? I know, but I'm sure there's somebody else you could find in the community that makes the pins. Yes. So. Well. I am getting sidetracked here because I want to find the uh, – I'm just going to go to points. I'm fairly certain I've heard Tim Gillingham say a handful of times that gold tip components are made in America. And it's kind of been like a big deal because it's a little misleading when they say like made in America in big, uh-huh. big letters on something and really it's just the points. You know? Right, right. The arrow shafts still smell like – you know, they were smuggled across the border <laughs> or to- tossed over a fence or something, you know? Okay. Tossed over the wall. Yeah, you know, I don't see it. I Oh, you know where I've seen it, dude? It's on the package, those little yellow packages. Here we go. I got one here. Oh, yeah, you should have some there. I got one right here. Made in the USA at the very top. Okay, I got my stuff out in the garage, but good don't worry, for you. Don't worry about it. This is, uh, these were... And these were the knocks, dude. These were the plastic knocks. So even the plastic knocks are made in America. 
Yeah, okay. Well, they can keep those. Well, I'm running them. I'm running them. I'm, this is the the, uh, the 246, uh, I think it's the GTO knock or something like that. Here's the AccuBushing for the 9.3 Max also. Mr. What are you doing with all your bond? Uh, your, uh, oh, not your dude. Jim. What are they called? The 9.3 Max AccuBushing doesn't have the Made in America sticker on it. Uh-huh. Fuck. Well, I bought this last year, so this is before. No, here it is. Made in the USA on the bottom. Cool, cool. We're good. We're good, Gold Tip. We're good. We're still doing business. Yeah, what were you saying? What am I doing with what? I lost track. You're going to try to catch me on something. <laughs> but I'm, I'm real slippery. I'm, I What's that, bud? So I'm glad you think so. Yeah. So the uh, veins, I don't know about yet. I want to say... Oh. Hey, you know, veins is going to be one thing where I'm going to have to. Basically, everything I want to buy is going to be dictated by the one version of that thing that is made in America. I think you can buy Flex Fletch. Flex Fletch? Those are made in America? I'm pretty sure. Let's see. I will make a awkward pause in this show just to check. Flex Fletch veins made in you want to um, put any bets on this? Because I'm fairly certain these are from China. No, I'm pretty sure where they make them there in Wisconsin or something. I remember talking oh, to... Oh, made in the USA. Jim, yeah. you got it, dude. Bam. Uh, Real Wild told me about that. He's like, uh, he got an invite to go over to their factory, and he's like, it was just like, underneath their house and (laughs) (laughs) dude i wonder what those employees look like if they're just down there sniffing glue all day long oh it's gotta be i'm gotta be horrible dude i'm sorry go on i keep interrupting you no you're fine aae veins also made in america in prescott valley arizona 100 percent of their products that's oh wow that's pretty good Okay. All right. I like that. So, at least the little shit we still make in this country. Um, yeah. Let's see. Other new shit. So, what? you got anything else you want to add, dude? Um, you just keep running with whatever you got coming up. All right. Um, well, I mean, do you, want, do you want to add anything? Thoughts about the X10? The new X10? No, I... I mean, uh, more power to whoever likes to run those. I I would love to run those, and I I think nine out of ten people would if they were a little more sturdy. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking about pros. Mm-hmm. Oh, pro you know, they, pro shooters. Yeah. Well, I should say the you know the the X10 pros mm-hmm. definitely would run those. Yeah, those are nice. They're nice. I've shot them. I've shot them for a while. And, you know, and I think uh, there's there's points to be had by shooting those, but you, man, you got to keep up on them and you got to, you're not going to get through the year with a dozen and a half of those. Yeah. You know, when it came down to it, I really liked the Nano Pros. When it came to really skinny arrows, mm-hmm. the Nano Pros, I felt like 
were just like the X10s, but way more durable. Almost the same. Yeah, they were both thin. Yeah, they're thin. They're they're components were not up to par. I've seen firsthand. Yeah, I remember my knocks were all bent up after one uh, one event. Or I'm sorry, my my pins, my pin bushings were all bent up. But that could have been from me, just being a fool. You know. But uh, regardless, I mean, the Nano Pro is not made in America, hands down. Made in some sweatshop somewhere. So, gotta give the now thanks to my New Year's resolution, I'm gonna have to give the nod to the X10s. All right. Yeah. All right. Speaking of more made in America shit and new products, Trueball XL is coming out swinging with a bunch of the same crap. <laughs> uh, it's not okay. I'm gonna have to say full disclosure a lot. I shoot a true ball release. I don't think their products are crap. I think they're like pretty much the gold standard for stuff. I'm not sponsored by them. I don't want to be sponsored by them. You could be though. I definitely could not be. I could not be. They would no, not. They would not be, put up with my shit at all. Uh, anybody who goes to Vegas can get onto as a sponsored shooter. Oh by them. yes, that's true. If you just buy something at their booth, they're going to make you fill out your info and they're going to give send you a little shooter card and you'll be a on pro staff. Yep. Buy everything you want, ten percent off. And then, yeah. <laughs> and, and screw over the archery shops. Ten uh, percent off on a product that's. And marked up 200%. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Well, okay. If you buy it in Vegas, you can list your archery shop and they will get points for you buying it. So you can, like, up in their little order form, you won't mm, be okay. fully screwing them over. If that makes sense. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, anyway, let's get into it. The new uh, products, the first one was the Executive Flex. Which is the executive with the flex finger. I feel like when the engineers create a new a new release, right? Like the executive, for example. Yeah. They have it already with the little flex finger. And then they're like, you know, whoever boss man above them is like, no, get rid of that. We'll release that in two years. <laughs> that, that, that's that's going to be the next year's model. That, that has seemed to be the case. It seemed to, huh? Every release they've had, starting with, let's go back here. The H2 Pro? To the Blade. Okay. You go H2 you know, Pro. Don't forget the, the HTs. The HTs. Remember when they had they that have, brass plate that you put in the back? They also had a little flex finger on those. Okay, yeah. So, well, I mean... And then, you know, Jesse Broadwater, the Fulcrum. The Fulcrum. Yep. Then went Fulcrum Flex. The you know, there was also the Sweet Spot. Yep. Sweet Spot Flex. You know, HBC Flex. Oh, the Sweet Spot. Uh, that's past uh who likes the sweet spot? Elliot Peters. Oh, Elliot Peters, you're so correct. Yeah, Kingslayer himself. Was all about that. I don't want to put words in his mouth. I think he told me he's dabbling in other releases. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the uh, ultimate. have you seen the Ultimate Flex is one of their new 
Yeah. One of their, I think the ultimate flex comes in the price tag that they're selling this thing for. It's it's a lot of money. Yeah, that and then the the, the goat now comes in a couple of different colors besides mm-hmm. black. Yep. Let's see, True Ball Ultimate Flex. You want to take a stab at the price, Jim? Just guess off the top of your head. Three ninety nine. Yeah, it's three fifty. Three fifty four. From okay. Uh, so it's up there. Sure what's, is. What's the goat? Is the goat? Uh, you want to take a stab at that one? Um. 325. I got 299. But it's not the oh. colored one. It's just the black one. Oh, okay. So I can't say for sure. Still, it's it's up there. Okay, so the two new releases are the Executive Flex, the Ultimate Flex, the Colored Goats, the Tactical Max Pro, which none of us are going to shoot, so who gives a shit? Tactical Max Hunter, Tactical Rave. I did really like the Rave thumb button release because I was too cheap to buy the Blade. That's right. <laughs> in Vegas. I bought the the Rave, shot an $8.99 in the championship. Not bragging, just saying it happened. You know. That was, uh, that astonished me. I couldn't believe you just pulled to buy that thing day one, Thursday night, and then you start shooting it and you just smoked with it. It just goes to show how much of a basket case i absolutely am in my brain that's not a good thing to do that <laughs> well I, you've i know you don't like this but i've seen you do things like this before you've had a release pouch with three different releases and you switch midway of a tournament and and switch back and never drop a beat yeah but it's also I don't know how you do that. It's also why am I a, an amateur shooter? No, <laughs> not a pro shooter. Well, um, you always talk down on yourself, but, but it's partly because you got your head screwed on right in, in the, when, yeah. when when you do that. Look at we'll go over the scores at the Rushmore Rumble. None of those guys are switching releases mid game. I promise you. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure somebody on that list did. But they won't be on the higher end. Yeah, exactly. They'll be on the <laughs> uh, the unknown list. You know what's funny, dude? When I first heard about ASAs and they talked about known and unknown, right? Uh-huh. Those divisions. I literally thought they were talking about like the top five percent pros and then everyone else. <laughs> so I thought known <laughs> pro was like this is who you guys need to know about, and then unknown pro would be like, you know, me, <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> Those guys, you know, <laughs> is that stupid? I was like, dude, ha- it must take forever to get onto the known pro list. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it just goes to show how retarded I am. Uh, pretty, pretty good. I like that. Excel, All right. Excel got a new well, site. Oh, yeah, yes. Uh, it is the what's it called? The V, the VR. I believe. Where is it? Lights. The Achieve VR. Uh, I'm not sure if this is the one because it looks like they have new carbon on the thing that I had seen. Like a new carbon bar or a new carbon bar design. So it doesn't look like it's the one I'm looking at on the website. Aside from that, 
Looks very similar. I think it has the um, the micro adjust needle on the inside. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's say they they really um, they really stepped up by putting uh, micro adjust on every possible uh, yeah on that site, which is which is pretty awesome. Yep, and they made a note to. Uh, to reduce as much weight on this thing as possible. Oh, okay. Which I know is not a, it's not a huge deal, but it's definitely, I mean, you hold this next to like a black gold site or a spot hog site, it's noticeable, right? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. that's like an ounce that can go onto a stabilizer instead. So, or, a, you know, one of your bars. Yeah, um, you put it, eat it, and then... Uh... You know, also the reducing vibration. Yeah, yeah, they they're big on reducing vibration. Um, Was it the Chief XP Pro? Uh huh. It must be it. Is it the XP Pro? Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. You are correct. I believe it's the XP VR. So yeah, they're saying they got a new. New materials, or they, how they put the bar to be better, has fifty percent less twisting or vibrations in it. Mm -hmm. I believe and, it. I mean, we'll take their word for it. Yeah, you know. And then micro adjust first axis, second axis, and third axis. I do like that. That that is that is big deal. Yep. What you know, Tim Gillingham was saying something about how he doesn't like sites, like any of these sites. Because the uh, it's too easy to knock shit off of the axis, like all the axis, too easy to bump them. Okay. Um, and it's funny because the guy I used to shoot with all the time, um, he used to hate the XLs because he said he shot an event, something happened and bumped his uh, you know third axis way off all of a sudden. I've shot him, never had any of those problems, but also, no one's ever knocked my bow down. Yeah, you've had your bow knocked down a whole fuckload lately. Yeah, I've had uh, uh, two different sites and, and two different bows. They've been knocked down, and neither one stood up to it. Right, and you were shooting a black gold, right? I was shooting a black gold. Yeah, that like they were were supposed to be bulletproof. That's kind of what their thing was. Yeah, until this lady came over and just kicked it down and. Yes, a ninety-pound Asian girl came by and tipped your bow over. Yeah, she it, saw everybody else's bow, but mine. You know <laughs> that was right next to everybody's, and <laughs> she saw you. She just was like, "Fuck yeah, you. it's okay." She saw your seventeen seventy-six sticker on your car and went, "Fuck you, fascist!" <laughs> Kicked your shit down. <laughs> <laughs> ah, dude. Yeah, I, you know, there's probably some truth to that because she tried to get me a Starbucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you threw it through it in her face, right? Off. Yeah. So you can take that thing and shove it up your ass. <laughs> take this communist Our bullshit and yeah. fucking get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know the uh, the little needle micro adjust that is available on the XL XP Pro. Or I'm sorry, the Achieve XP Pro. Uh huh. That was like a 3D printed aftermarket part for everyone that's shooting XP sites now. And uh, I remember, like, someone was selling it 
on uh on facebook like look at this thing i created you know hmm. so it's kind of cool that xl went ahead and just cut them out entirely <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're like hey good good job well, little probably guy. they like, waited an extra year like damn we were gonna release that next year you know <laughs> Uh, I'm sure they hadn't even thought of it. They, then they saw some dude do it, and they're like, "Okay, fuck this. We're making that now." <laughs> wild, absolutely wild. You gotta love it when these big companies uh, ice out the little guy. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh, but before I talk yeah. shit, I I believe these are made in America. All of this stuff, yeah. Yeah, all because it's like a military contractor, right? That they do. Yeah, they they this is their side side gig. Mm-hmm. And then that's uh, part of the reason that uh, at times people have trouble getting stuff oh, from them. Yeah, it'll take six months to get a release from them sometimes. Yeah, and that's because they are too busy making money. By uh yeah, making money. Uh, making by selling money. stuff, money. Yeah. Yeah, selling stuff that's going to Israel, right? <laughs> Somewhere over there. They're like, don't shoot them all into one hospital now, okay? <laughs> all right. All right. Everyone's like, oh man, I thought he was on my side. Where's he going with this? <laughs> okay, new product. Another new product. The Ultra Arrow. Yes, the Ultra Arrow. So, Levi Morgan left gold tip. Finally. I don't know about you, but I'm stoked when a big name leaves a product that I shoot. Because <laughs> it's like less people ask me questions about said product, right? Gotcha. Which I know is terrible. It's terrible for promoting sports and products and stuff. But, you know, then when people see you shooting it, it makes you a little more special. You know, like, yeah. why the yeah. fuck would you shoot that? You know, that was that was a, a, a big hit for Gold Tip because, uh, you know, Levi, Levi actually isn't a pro that sells a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, bows. He sells a lot of everything. Sights, you know, I mean, free stands fucking. Oh, gosh. Well, uh. Yeah fucking rain boots you know yeah i mean he's just gotta somewhat like it you know and he'll use it you know uh yeah. he's using uh, i think he has a marsupial final harness now right yeah made in america baby yeah yeah so let's see how long has levi morgan been with uh gold tip Oh my gosh, probably 15 plus years. Long time, huh? Yeah. Um, I'm kind of reading over the Ultra Arrows thing. I like how they're very, you know what was cool about Levi's move to Ultra Arrows? Ultra Arrows said, this dude's from Gold Tip, and Gold Tip's a quality product, right? And then mm-hmm. Gold Tip, instead of bashing Levi, they were like, way to go, Levi good job like we appreciate it you go rep rep these arrows you know go rep your new thing it was all positive on both sides it wasn't like look at this fucking sellout you know (laughs) 
Right, right. That's great. You know, we we definitely uh, definitely need that. Yeah, it was more often like um, companies supporting each other. It was kind of cool. Yeah, well, it just goes to show because the archery industry is super small. So, you know, he could be he could be shooting eastern arrows. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Who knows? You know. um, Yep. And I'm sure Eastern Arrows would love to have him. But uh, right now he's shooting these Ultra Arrows. And, uh, you know, I, I looked up there on their website to see who's the dealer to mm-hmm. try to talk to somebody about him. And um, past guest on the show, Brian Webb of um, Impact Archery uh-huh. is a dealer. And he's uh, he's shooting him. Oh, he's shooting? Brian, uh, Brian's shooting him? Yes. Oh, cool. We'll be able to get a cool... Uh a cool review from him when I see him down in Fresno. Yeah. Yeah. So I talked to him a little bit about it and he's, he's, he's liking them, you know, he's they're coming in two different, um, straightness, you know, they yeah. have, they have pretty much a skinny arrow, a regular size arrow. They have 23s and 25s or 27s. I'm sorry. No 25s. So. Yes. Correct. And they have a zero, zero three straightness and a zero, zero one straightness. That's so all you need. That's all you need, he's, really. He's tried the uh, the skinny arrows, mm-hmm. and I think he tried the 23s. He, they, he wasn't able to get the 27s just yet, but he said so far he's liking them. He loves the components, or top knocks, he said, and um, he had one one arrow that he had to do a little extra, mm-hmm. you know, maybe cut a little extra off of one end, you know, versus... All from or for both ends, I should say, instead of just from one end. Uh huh. But uh, we had talked about that, and and that was kind of a semi-common thing that even happened with gold tips, you know. So. It says here but the. Like, uh, I'm sorry. Go on, Jim. No, go ahead. It says the ultra arrows are built on an architecture of accuracy and the unrivaled no spine technology through manufacturing uh, process that significantly reduces the arrow's spine. Stiff axis of arrow. The radial spine. Yeah. I think they're think or they're perhaps they're talking about the overlap, you know, the carbon yeah. overlap. And we had talked about even the gold tips having, you know having that also. Yeah. I you know, a lot of people have talked about it. that's why you have to bear shaft knock index your gold tips. I, I right. haven't done that in so long. I'm just shooting them now. Yeah, because it's there's so consistent for the most part that uh it's it's not a it's not an issue yeah yeah you know i don't find it to be an issue everybody's gotten really good with uh you know uh building these arrows wherever they're built and sweatshops mostly yeah yeah did you see um just to throw some shit on this (laughs) i love doing this uh tim gillingham's comment on uh <laughs> on this let's see uh on the big announcement right competition archer media did the uh you know levi morgan switches to ultra tim gillingham <laughs> says they are basically black eagle built in the same chinese factory i think black eagle moved their production to korea or somewhere <laughs> okay so all right well i'm glad he took it so <laughs> so stylishly. I mean, he's not talking shit, right? He's like, no, they're just made in some Chinese factory somewhere. 
Yeah. And I've heard about, like, there are some companies, like, we don't know about them because they're not established archery companies that will buy. Like, you can go on eBay and buy a bulk buy of a hundred or of uh, 166 diameter arrows. Unlabeled shafts, right? Just a whole fuckload of carbon unlabeled shafts. And you could get a, a crap load of them for probably half price of an American one. You won't know what spine it is. You won't know what straightness it is. <laughs> All right. You're just going to get a bunch of carbon basically shipped to you. So it could be that someone, possibly even Levi himself, bought a ton of those and paid some, you know, crackhead wherever he lives to to go through with a spine tester and test them all. Maybe. I mean, probably not. That's just my, my conspiracy theory brain, you know? I, I just came up with uh, an ultimate conspiracy theory. Let's hear it. So, Ultra Arrows is part of the same conglomerate or whatever you call it. Yeah, TOG, right? The Outdoor Group. The Outdoor Group. Elite. Yes. Brian shoots Elite, so that's why they wanted to shoot the arrows. Yes. But one of the pictures in this, on their website, looks like <laughs> could on. be Elite shooting an Elite. It's the, the um the carbon uh the carbon elite bow. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that's just because it's TOG. I don't think it's Levi per se, because um you know he also shoots a Scott a Scott uh what's that called? Is it the Longhorn? It's the it's the uh, brass. The okay. Brass hinge, you know. Is that a TOG uh, group? Yes, Scott is. I'm I'm thinking maybe in the near future. We see him go back to Elite. It goes back to Elite. I don't think so. I think Matt Matthew's probably paying him a hefty amount. Well, okay. And now he did say publicly his switch to Ultra, he's making less money. Like he's getting paid <laughs> less. Yeah, he publicly said, I'm making less money than I made from Gold Tip switching to this company. Okay. Now, could that but. be because he's getting paid with ownership like you know partial ownership is it's going to be based yeah. on sales or you know definitely dependent on the contract yeah generally people don't make a move for less you know i mean let's be real brass tacks here chinese made 166 arrow versus a mexican made 166 all carbon arrow they're probably going to be pretty similar at you know at uh 1000 straightness so for him to make the move and then be like, well, I'm getting paid less. It's like, okay, you might be getting paid less for now. But downstream. He totally, he could totally be getting, I'm getting paid less, you know. He, like, we'll just look at it hourly. I was paid $100 an hour at Gold Tip. Uh -huh. But here I'm getting paid $65 an hour. But. Yeah. I get a I have fat a fat bonus. The perks are way bigger, so that equates to $120 an hour. Mm -hmm. Could be something like that. Could be something like that, dude. And that would be smart. You know, he's uh, he's betting on himself to, uh, you know, I'm going to sell. The more I sell these and more traction I get, yeah. you know, I if I can get. It's a safe bet because Levi is so much bigger than 
like in the archery world, he's so much bigger than just target archery. Yeah, yeah. he's uh, his hunting the hunting side is massive. You know, he's he's drawing in people to become target archers. Yeah, yeah, or even hunters. You know, from hunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You follow his wife Samantha Morgan. Too much of that the other way. You know. Mm-hmm. You follow Samantha Morgan on Instagram. No, you don't. No. You should. No. You should. Yeah. Why? I don't she doesn't that. even shoot anymore. Yeah, good. That's fine. It's not a big deal. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about why. Dude, you trying to get me fucking killed? Don't worry about <laughs> it. Check him out. Samantha Morgan. She looks like she... Well, I. you know what? I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, Just know, people, I'm going to say some uncool shit, and that was probably where it was going. Anyway. So, so we're talking about switches and contracts. You know, yes. we, we both... Uh, I didn't listen to the Gillingham contract. You did an uh, interview with Greg Poole of... Yeah, and I urge everyone... Oh, I know I talk a grip of shit about other podcasts, specifically Bo Junkie. Yeah. But to get those guys to open up, like Greg Poole hit at just the right time, called oh, yes. and said, say whatever you want to say, and I'll back yeah. it, you know? And I think that's a good... You know that's that's good stuff, dude. It's I, I'd urge anyone to go listen to it and hear these guys, you know, talk about how they got basically fist fucked in the butt. Yeah, yeah, from, they were from definitely Bo-Tech. blind. Uh, it sounded like um, I wasn't li- willing to listen to the Gillingham one because um, I'm, I'm sure I would get lost with all the chest beating between him and Greg. So. It's pretty cringy, man. It's pretty cringy. I <laughs> you know? I went to listen to the Kyle one. So Kyle was pretty good, you know. And Dude. Here, like, I get it. He was In the first five minutes of the Gillingham pool one, I was like, fuck, I'm going to be sick to my fucking guts having to listen to this. <laughs> just for some, ultimately for, for like, you know, spill the tea information, right? Yeah. But. It, you kind of get over it. Like, I, I got over it after a little bit, and then you hear them kind of go back and forth, and it's like less dick sucking and a little more like, well, isn't this? Seems like Greg Poole's trying to be like, well, you have grounds to sue them, don't you? And he's like, no, I don't. <laughs> you know, kind of like stuff like that. Poole keeps bringing up like certain clauses and stuff. Right. You know, it, it is a lot of like cringe. You know, but I think when you get, <laughs> I've told my buddies, like, dude, if you just had, like, I don't know, add Dave Cousins to that conversation and the world, the whole universe would fucking implode from the weight of those three egos <laughs> being so close together, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be like three, it'd be like a neutron star, like the density of a neutron star is be so bad. And, you know, to anyone out there who's a fan of these guys, that's fine. You know, you can have your own opinion. That's okay. A, a ton of people, a ton of people are just in love with some of the, you know, cringiest pros, and that's fine. I know I'm cringy to some people, but I'm an amateur. <laughs> right. Oh, that's it. That's where I'm going to stay. I'm a card-carrying amateur, dude. Oh, God. Okay. Moving on. But, uh... Mm-hmm. Kyle, you know, Kyle was going to fight it, but then he, you know, he's like, ah, I'm going to fight an uphill battle. But they do put some verbiage in there that basically 
gives them an out, it sounds yes. like. Yes, I don't think that anyone has legal recourse for this. And, you know, it would be interesting if there was anything like that, but I, I truly don't think there is. And, you know, let's look right. at, in all reality, what are we looking at here? This is like a sponsorship to shoot a bow. Archery is not as big of a sport as we want it to be. All right, we want it to be like NASCAR, or we want it to be like I don't know basketball, but it's much closer to cornhole at this moment. And I think <laughs> at that moment, when it's closer to cornhole, a company is much closer to just say "fuck you" and walk away. You I know? think uh, I have to disagree with you. Oh yeah, go on. I think unfortunately, cornhole is ahead of archery because cornhole is on TV. On a regular basis. What the fuck channels are you watching, dude? <laughs> it's on ESPN. It's on, you know, whatever. All right. Well, I don't have ESPN on mine. I don't have okay. Roku. But it is televised. Okay, fair. So you think it's ahead? Uh, I mean, if you yeah. have ESPN 3, though, you got, like, World Series of Darts and, uh, you know, shit like that. Great stuff on ESPN 2. Like that. I saw, dude, back in high school, ESPN2 had, it was a Russian sport. This was in high school, mind you, where you drank a mouthful of water. Two guys at a table drink a mouthful of water, and you slap the other guy. You take turns slapping (laughs) each other, and whoever loses their water, that's it. You're out. So you got to get slapped and hold the water in your mouth. I mean, today, it's more refined. It's... Slap fighting, right? What do they call it? Slapping it. Yeah, slap. Yeah, slap Which is quite... Uh, I keep waiting for them to put the one where they keep slapping... The women slap each other's ass. <laughs> that's the only part you want to see? That's... Uh, that's. The, I'll watch that one for, you know... Dude, it's so crazy with how much data is out about brain trauma. These people are like, fuck it. They're like, I'm not... I'm definitely not getting a job anytime soon. You know, like fucking just blast yeah. my brain to pieces. And that, and they're like, I don't have to pee in a bottle either. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, back to the Kyle Douglas thing. If anyone, you know, I urge anyone to listen to the Bo Junkie podcast with Kyle and Tim. I prefer the Tim episode, even though it was, you know, hard to stomach at first. It's, I feel like Tim is much more, and I, I hate to say this, much more authentic. Yeah. Well, he's been around, you know, I mean, so he's, he's been around, Kyle, been around the block a few Kyle, times. Kyle said when he told his wife that he was let go by, uh, by Botech, she was devastated. And he said that they sat around in their living room, like, how could this happen? Well, yeah, I mean, because that's a, a, a big part of his income, you know, I mean. Apparently, apparently, but to think that he wouldn't bounce back and get picked up by somebody else. No, but no, but like like we talked about in prior episodes. I guess, okay, I didn't think about that being such a large part of his income. I was just surprised that his wife was so supportive. <laughs> you know? well, I think that's what caught me off guard. At first, I was like, bullshit. She didn't give a fuck, right? Well, I mean, they're just, oh, yeah. I, I'm thinking, you know. She's like, no more trips to Kentucky? Yeah, I, I'm what pretty am I gonna sure. What am I going to do? I'm pretty sure he makes six figures, you know? Yes, with, yes, he did. With, you know, where at in those six figures, uh, we won't know for a while. But Right, right. Damn. But, that's uh, I'm all pissed off and jealous because my wife 
But I'm like, yeah, I lost every sponsorship I had. She'd be like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> She'd be like, take the garbage out, and the dishes are piling up, you fucking slob. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so when I hear Kyle's like, my wife's devastated. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You fucking yeah, I mean- show off. <laughs> With your fucking support system. <laughs> your wife it's, it's that cares. Pretty huge. I mean, uh, I would. We'll just say if it was a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's different. Because now probably more. Yeah, now it's like uh, uh, yeah, we're gonna have to start... even here in, in you know in the inner Bay Area, you know, like where you and I live. A hundred thousand dollars is okay, you yeah. know. So it's low income still. Yeah, I mean, you ain't gonna buy a house with that. Correct. But. If you and your wife are both making that, you got a chance. You can make a down payment on a dumpster somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, and but, uh, I think, but, you know, doesn't he live in like Utah? Here. Is it Utah or? Let me see. Let me check it out. Douglas Archery. Um, yeah, I, I could see with that being his prime source of income. Yep. Ogden, Utah. Um, okay. You know. His wife probably was freaking out because it's like, okay, we can't go to Carl's Jr. anymore. We're going to have to switch to Jack in the Box. Right. Yeah. But, but you know, the, also I was getting that was um, the time of year they decided to do it. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, you for, made a good point on, on our show. Both of, it made it very rough. So I, I'm thinking there's probably he got a one-year contract with uh, – an agreement to re-up, you know, probably at a better rate. Yeah. You know, after this first year, mm-hmm. you know, but maybe maybe he's got a little chance to get some better perks within this one contract, you know, versus, uh, you know, if he does his end. Yeah. Yeah, I like uh, he got the uh, – he ended up picking up a red title, which is pretty cool. It It's such a – he always has such goofy-looking bows, and for whatever reason, he got the goofiest of the title colors, and it looks... He makes it look cool. You know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would never pick up the red title, but he got one, and it looks it looks good. It suits him. Well, he was saying he was having trouble, even as a pro shop owner, finding bows to, to try. Mm-hmm. You know? At yeah. the... At the drop of the drop of the hat, there. Yeah. So uh, you know. Yeah, pretty interesting. He also said, like, if he knew this was going to happen, he never would have left PSE. Yeah. So, makes you yeah. wonder when they gave him that phone call if he didn't look at Tim and was like, "What the fuck did you get me into?" Yeah. You know, over to this fucking. Never really realized that it was just Botech's pro staff was just him and Paige and Tim. Yeah. Basically. Right. And and nobody else. Right. So. Yeah. And then the, oh, since we brought I brought Paige up and you did earlier, uh, Archery Hooligan. Oh yeah. With the memes already. Yeah. Goddamn, that dude is <laughs> a funny son of a bitch, dude. Oh man. Uh, if anybody, I'm sure by the time this comes out that you'll you'll have seen it, and if you haven't, go look for it. He's, oh he's yeah. Dry- Dude, and, uh, talking about, you know, Paige taking 11 grand out of the contingency pot because of how <laughs> she shot in the uh, Rushmore Rumble. 
That was funny. And then there's one where it's like her like awarding herself, like putting a medal yeah. around her neck, or whatever, because she's got to sign her own contingency checks. Okay, we'll talk about the contingency. We'll go on that a little bit. You know, I got to give Greg, he brought this up. He goes, yeah, all this money is available, but someone's got to be able, they're not just going to give it away. You have someone, there's got to be people Someone's got to earn it. Podium, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, no, now, I didn't, I guess I didn't mention it, but yeah, I kind of picked up on that right away. It's just available. Yeah. It doesn't mean they're going to give it to anyone. you got to win. It, I think uh, we said that in our episode when we were talking. It's like you actually have to win with that bow to get some of that money. So the the uh, the way they, they touted it as, you know, we're helping amateur archery. Are they really? They're, what they're doing is dangling a carrot in front yeah. of a bunch of people. And they're like, shoot our bows. Look at this carrot. Yeah. You know. So maybe in some way they're going to save money you know like salary wise two guys salaries oh sure but, they definitely uh i'm sure they're saving three hundred thousand dollars it's you gonna know? come at a cost though man like look at botex got just a shit fucking look, it's just like a shit reputation right now amongst at least amongst the guys on facebook fa- you know archery guys on facebook yeah so well they're used to it. They've had they've had their share of troubles before this. Yeah, limbs blowing up left and right. For not just on one bow, it was like a few bows, and for like three years it was happening. But yeah, but it's okay. Uh, you know what? This is actually kind of cool because Bowtie gets the shitty rep, right? A shitty reputation. Everyone's gonna be down on him. This is the perfect setup for a guy like Elliot Peters to come along, win some shit, or do good, get his face in this. Botek needs a hero now. You know? Yeah. But what I said, dude, the, the Gillingham post, like, he's reposting Archery Hooligan shit about Paige. I'm telling you, man, I think he's got a little, maybe his feelings are hurt by Paige or something. That's all we need in her. Inner archery turmoil. Mm, the the T. We'll spill the T, right? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of it in there we just don't know about. But I guess at the end of the day, it's not important. It's all kind of to be like all souped up on that stuff is kind of gay, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. All right, that's our cue to to move on then. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. So let me see. What do I got next on the list here? We got Kyle Douglas. Jam. Oh, I got all my notes. Levi ran 80-pound apex bottom limbs. On a, on a, So during one of those podcasts that I think they were talking about how people set up their bows weird. Okay. One of those two, Gillingham or uh, Douglas. Can't remember. But they were talking about how Levi – it was Gillingham's episode. When Levi shot the apex – he shot, I, I'm sorry, with 70-pound limbs on the bottom of his apex. 60-pound limbs on the top. Wow. Isn't that wild? Like, for that whole tiller thing. Remember we were getting down on tiller tuning a little while ago? Oh, yeah, yeah. You were saying that was utter, complete and utter bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I'm. That's not what I said. Come on. <laughs> I tried it. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, that was it. It's fine. 
but I ain't gonna. I'm not fucking around with that. I'll just learn to hold the bow up. How about that? Yeah. So, granted, I don't shoot like Ella Gibson. She fucks around with it. You know. But I also don't have like the same muscle mass Ella Gibson does. She's she's got a frame on her. You know. Well, you know she is from that country. Yeah, the UK. Yeah. The motherland. <laughs> I don't know about the motherland, but the cradle of civilization. Yeah, the the sun never sets on the British Empire. <laughs> dude, someone <laughs> speaking of the empire, dude, someone sent me a one of my buddies sent me a message about like the last USAT, some kind of USAT event, and they're like, dude, you see Zimbabwe shooting it with like fucking hunting bows and <laughs> like infinite edges and shit. Oh no way! Uh, I I gotta see it. I still have to look it up. If that's true, though, uh, I mean, damn. <laughs> I if you're on, if you're on TV, that means you must have shot good enough to make it to some kind of qualifier to be on the U set, you know, or on the yeah. U- USA archery thing. Or it wouldn't be USA archery; it'd be world archery. All right. Well, you shot the best out of your club or whatever. If you only got one club in the whole Zimbabwe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but if it's Zimbabwe, I mean, it's probably the one guy with a compound bow is the fucking king. He's probably rich, yeah. Yeah, everyone else has either got stick bows or, you know, probably spending their money on clean water and shit like that, you know? Right. So, anyway. <laughs> Damn, I keep sidetracking. I'm sober. Sober, too. Um, Yeah, I just wanted to mention that. The 70-pound the bottom limbs. Very interesting. Makes you wonder if you got switch weight abilities on a Matthews, if you couldn't put 70-pound switch weight on the bottom. Mm-hmm. I, you know, who knows? But I remember that um, when Levi left Matthews and went to Elite, mm-hmm. he had like a dozen bows for mm-hmm. sale. Yes. I mean, he had all kinds of, and he was like, "Let me know what you need. I got, I got extra stuff. I can even make you a bow, you know." <laughs> oh, like Matthew's shit that he was selling. Yeah, he had just all this stuff that he was just, he could have. Yeah. So he was definitely experimenting, and he had his way, and I'm sure. Yeah. Other people did the same thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, past guest on our show on on this show, Alex Mueller, he bought like a whole garbage can full of uh, limbs from Dave Cousins, PSE limbs. Oh, yeah? So it just goes to show, like, I mean, I think they even said it in the Gillingham episode with uh, on Bow Junkie, like, Paige and a couple other shooters, pros, believe that the limbs are the number one thing that determines what your pin float is like. Like, more, like, can you believe that? Like, I've sure. always thought it was like string, like the string, how your string set up. That's the thing that determines how your pin float is. But it's actually, I mean, some people believe it's it's limbs. And I've heard people talk about Paige, you know, like before an event, she'll have yeah. like a thousand limbs laid out in her living room and she's going through them all trying to find the ones that, you know, the magic combo that, that does what she likes. Definitely, yeah. She's made it well known that she, you know, like for a certain style event, she'll set up two or three bows yeah and start shooting them and and 
tinkering with each one, you know? Yeah, start ripping limbs off yeah. and cams and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It just goes to set show. That's that's a legit route for some people, you know? And for for others, you got, like, the Bodie Turners who just are like, eh, I guess I'll shoot this today. Wow. Yeah. And fucking blast out some crazy shit. So that brings us to the last segment of this show. The Rushmore Rumble. Right. Yeah, yeah. Quite a bit of uh, major indoor events coming up. Like, Nemes is, yeah. co- Nemes is coming up, right? Mm-hmm. What else is there? The uh, Kings of Archery happened already. There's going to be some other indoor event. Lancaster. Lancaster. There it is. So there's going to be some shit, fun stuff to watch. Yeah. So Rushmore Rumble. I'm sorry. What were going to say? All the uh, local, you know, regional events. You know, there was, uh, what was um, Nick Ingham shooting the Idaho? Oh, yeah. 29X300. Yeah. Yep. He was shooting the. An Idaho State or yeah. something for state, state championship. Um, yeah, they're, they're you know, and then there was the spots and flakes, you know, shoot over there in Utah, also, right? Yeah, that's a good one. That's uh, I mean, uh, I've heard that one is like the primer for the big. It's big, big, ones. big, big, right? You know. Yeah, I I want to do that one day. I would love to go over there. I know, you know, I get so shy and. I turned into such a weenie, I'd probably just cave in on myself, but I would love to go to that event. That looks like fun. You'd do fine. You'd be fine. I don't need you to hold my hand, Jim. I got this. I, I know I Yeah, I've seen you say this before, and then you know... You, when you I get around pros, I act exactly the same as if I was just around a bunch of hot women. You gotta you get around Chris B there, and then you got all gushy, but you pulled it off, you know, and I didn't was look like pretty weeb. Calm. It's because I don't feel about Chris B like how I feel about real pro shooters. Well, I got pictures that show different. I wasn't fucking nervous around him. No, okay. All right. That's good. I got him I'm to glad. sign I got him to sign that release so I could give it to Darren. I don't want that shit. Yeah. I toss that cross I toss the release and the signature in the garbage, dude. I don't give a fuck about that ultra view. Then you also you shot your three hundred there, you know, and then you uh, hugged Tim Gillingham a little extra tighter there, you know, with the picture. Okay, that's a lie. We high fived like um, in Predator, right? Yeah. Carl Weathers, <laughs> Carl Weathers, and a and a much taller, ganglier Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the way you saw it. Yeah. Yeah. We high five for a minute, but that was about it. Yeah. I know he doesn't remember who I am. You know. <laughs> he probably forgot who I was ten minutes after that exchange, dude. Looking in his eyes, and he was shaking his head at you, going, "What? What do you want?" He's probably like, "What? They just let anyone shoot these events now? There's a <laughs> midget division." <laughs> He's like, "I gotta go to the uh, shooters list again, I guess." Dude, I would love to hear the inner monologue of pros when they're shaking hands with like regular normie people. Oh gosh! <laughs> yeah. Everybody, there would be a lot of sad people. I know, right? A lot of sad people. Dude, I'm like shaking Tim Gillingham's hand, and in his head is inside his head. He's just like, I fucking hate you. I hate you. Get out of my fucking. I hate short people. I hate brown people. You're both of them. (laughs) 
Hopefully they don't get sick by touching you. <laughs> right. That'd be another one. You're shaking their hands and you're like, aha! Aha! <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know why we brought that up. Oh, you're talking about how I get shy around. I do get yeah. shy. I do get shy. You should have heard yeah. me talking to, um, what was his name? Who's that Matthews guy who got all skinny? Um, he's got a, a beard that looks like it's painted on. And he's got a really hot wife. McCarthy. Real Wild? No, McCarthy. Oh, Dan McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, Dan McCarthy. What did I say, Rio? <laughs> no, you were... I think you were going to say Jacob Marlowe. You should just Dan McCarthy when I was talking to Dan McCarthy because I was sitting next to him. Uh-huh. I was like, we're all big fans of yours. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, who? And I was like, oh, everyone at West Coast Archery. And he goes, yeah. what's that? And I was like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about folding, dude, instantly. <laughs> so anyway, Rushmore Rumble went down. Were you aware that it was going down this weekend? Uh, I was. I knew everyone was gearing up for something, but I've just been so busy with the holidays and, you know, family stuff going down. Uh, I, it was almost like a pleasant surprise to see. Yeah, it's a, it looks like it was a well-attended shoot, and I'm sure it's only going to get bigger after this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, everybody loves South Dakota mm-hmm. because they were able to do this shoot right in the middle of the pandemic. The first time. The first time, you know. And, yeah. uh, so I don't think people are going to forget that. No. And then, you know, it's uh, it's easier to hit this and then Vegas versus hitting Lancaster and then the next week hitting Vegas again mm-hmm. for, for most 99.95% of everybody. You know, they got a regular job and uh, – Going two weeks right in the middle of winter there, yeah. Right after, right after the holidays to begin with, it probably doesn't fit well, right? From yeah, but, no, I agree a hundred percent. When is the Lancaster shoot? It's like the week before, right? The week before Vegas. That's gonna be a fun one, dude. We should probably try to do a uh, uh, companion podcast for that, where. Uh, you know, we watch it. We watch it go down and narrate over it. Do our own yeah. announcing. Some people like that. We've had fun doing that in the past. Uh, I'm, I'm just between me and you. Or like, we like, hey, let's watch this. And yeah, uh, you know, it was a good shoot. You know, the time we shall. Uh, uh, well, I don't want to say his name, but um, who's that? That guy in the flannel shirt, the tall, skinny guy with the glasses, and he like. He ended up winning Lancaster from, like, the bottom. Oh, was it the um, – what they call him, the accountant or whatever? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Who's that guy? Hanley? Tim Hanley? Yeah. Tim Hanley, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was great. He was uh, – man, he just toughed it out there at the end yeah. and just came through. That guy kind of fell off the map. He might be in there somewhere, but I, I haven't seen him much lately. See if he's in Vegas. We'll see if he shoots okay. in Vegas this year. Well, let's see if he's here at uh... at the Rumble. Rumble. Uh, Tim Hanley has a really aggressive shot. Like, really yanks into that, 
you know, you see him building pressure, and when the shot breaks, his arm's, like, way behind him. Yeah. You know, looks like he breaks mad, you know? What I was mean, he shooting? What was he shooting? Was he shooting a PSC or a Matthews then? I believe he was shooting a Matthews, but I think he switched to PSE. Okay. Maybe I might have that in the reverse order. I'm not sure. It's something like that. But he was hammering. That that was an awesome display there. Yeah. He had to, sh- he had to shoot a ton of arrows to, yeah, you know, fuck, win. Fuck a load of arrows. It was uh, similar to uh, the one and only Elliot. Elliot Peters from the Bay Area Open? Elliot Free Roam Peters, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was in years past, though. Yeah. That was last year. That was a different bow, different bow tech. Yeah. Before, that was... Uh, before they got all free. crooked. Yeah. <laughs> before, they, <laughs> before they were helping archery. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Back when they were trying to do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Botech, do something that resembles anything. How about that? <laughs> yeah. All right. So for the um, Rushmore Rumble, we had a handful of qualifiers. I think it went down to 19 people qualified for the shoot-off. Yeah, all with 900s. Yeah. Impressive. Impressive. I got to say, towards the bottom – all right, there's uh, Jacob Marlowe, right? He's at the bottom for, quali- you know, getting in there. Right above him yeah. is Ace Coleman. Do you know who Ace Coleman is? I do not. He's a, he's a kid. I want to say he's like 16 or 17 or something like that. White kid, wears a Hoyt jersey. Sells a bunch of shit on Instagram and Facebook, like how to be a pro archer. Like, I can make oh, you a pro. Is he the one that I can help you with your target yeah, panic? Yeah, yeah. Beat target panic. Be a pro overnight. I... I have just started seeing him a little bit, and, you know, I skipped over it really fast. But, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I, you know, I exited out. You know, I hit the X button to close it out because I don't want the algorithm to feed me more of that, more of that fucking kid telling me he could teach me how to shoot. So Right. Um, you don't want to be uh, – you're going to go join it. I know you. No, I won't. F- fuck you. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> A fucking vaccine went right to your damn brain, boy. All right? <laughs> Look at it. I'm just saying, I've talked shit about this kid just based on his advertising. I'm like, I've never fucking seen this kid before. He doesn't shoot. You know, why the fuck is he trying to sell shit? Well, here he is at the Rushmore Rumble making it to the final shoot-off, so. Yeah, he was right there. I mean, uh. Joke's on me, man. Kid can shoot. What was he? 77 X's and with uh-huh. a 900. Yep, got the 900. Yeah. J- Jacob Pettit with the 899. I'll tell you a secret. One year, Jacob Pettit dropped an arrow in Vegas, and he either smashed his stabilizer, his Easton bar on the ground and broke it, or he kicked it or stomped it or did some, threw some kind of tantrum, lost his shit. I remember that. Ever since then, I'm like, yeah, like five it doesn't yeah. It will. Like five ninety nine for you, bud. <laughs> yeah. Wear some shorts with a regular inseam too, bud. I can almost see your nuts. Reminds me of uh, your one of your fellow shooters from your club there, the recurve guy. Uh, what was he from my club? Yeah. A recurve guy. Yeah. Was that that dude I almost got in a fight with? No. I almost got kicked out of the club because I told the guy I was going to kick him in the side of the head. 
No, this other guy, he's always thrown his, uh, what was that little 20 yard game we would do for the, uh, regional shoot? Oh, um, yeah. What do they call that when you do the, it's a certain type of round. Yeah. Flint round. Flint round. Exactly. Yeah. There's a recurve guy that lost his shit. Yeah. He's always thrown his finger tab. Was he Asian? Yeah. Man, I don't know why my my people do that. <laughs> I don't know why we do that. Uh, yeah. Anyway. It was one, one of the reasons I don't shoot that round anymore, because I know he's going to be there, and it just disgusts me that, like, <laughs> you're shooting a recurve, you're lucky you're hitting the bail at all, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't even count that as competitive archery. That's just, that's <laughs> hobby stuff. <laughs> Back to real archery. Right. Yes. Championship compound open for the uh, Rushmore Rumble. Uh, what is that? Top handful of guys were shooting like like uh, Lutz, right? He podiumed second, shooting Matthews. Yeah, I mean, there was, there was like, okay, let's see. Let's start. Let's start with the qualifying. We'll start with qualifying. I'm going to start. There was like one... Thirteen guys who shot eighty or more X's. Damn. Out of the out of the out of the nineteen. So that's uh-huh. how tight it was. Yeah. You know? Perkins. Stay. Yeah, Perkins and then we'll say we'll go to the top five or six there. Like uh Slosser shot eighty eight. Perkins shot eighty eight. Kyle Douglas shot eighty seven. James Lutz saw 82. Bodie with an 89. 89. And, of course, Stefan Hansen shot. Fucking 90. Clean. 90. All X's. 90. And did you see the video for his last last three arrows? Yeah. No problem. Shoots him. No. Turns around, gives a little fist pump. Yep. Everyone gives him a big pat on the back. Man, he was just ready. Marlo said we don't even stand we shouldn't even be on the same line together. Yeah. We'll just shoot off for a second. <laughs> you know. Yeah, dude. Crazy. Crazy he was good shooting. On another another plane than uh and men he shoot a title and he was shooting the forty, the T R S forty previous to this. So okay. This is his debut with the title. Oh, okay. I'm fairly certain. I'm fairly certain. I'm sure someone might might pick that apart. In one way well, or another, for, but they debut with the title hmm? since it just came out. Wouldn't everybody be just debuting with the title this year since it just came out? Nayith, Nayith, uh, Levi has already shot a handful of events with it. Oh, okay. Dan McCarthy has. Uh, the title when the title was released, Hanson was continuing to shoot the forty. Oh, okay. And everyone was kind of like, "Ooh, maybe this is like a thing. Maybe it's, you know, the 40s got something over the title." Uh, well, so far from everybody that's talking, everybody, okay, about the three or four people I've listened to, mm-hmm. uh, they all have, they talk highly about it. Yeah, it's a good bow. I, and I, they, I like it. they alluded to the point of like, yeah, okay, every time a new bow comes out, everybody says, this is the best bow, but the, a lot of them are like, this bow, there's there's something to it. Yeah, okay. I'm going to say something that might be unpopular, but I think 
the last handful of target bows that Matthew's made are pl a platform of bow that anyone could shoot a high score with, including the title. You know, what okay, I'm which can't be said by or in my personal opinion doesn't translate to other companies. Like you see Hoyt. And with the bows they released, I think the Invicta was good. The bow that came after the Invicta, kind of a, kind of a bag of dicks, you know. Some people yeah. sh shot it really good, but guys like Bodie would shoot the Invicta. You know what I mean? Like there were other good shooters that were like, eh, I'd rather not. Yeah. You know, I'll go back I mean, to the last thing that worked. The typical, you know, a regular occurrence, I would say, with most bow companies. Yeah, it's like pluses and minuses. PSE always yeah. seems to have a banger, but PSE releases like ten bows a year, so it's kind of like throwing a handful of darts at it. At, you know. Yeah, they were like, "Well, we're going to cover our bases. We're just going to carpet bomb the whole lineup." And, <laughs> yeah. And exactly. something will stick. Figure it out. Right. Right. It's like we're use the same limb on all of them, so fucking. We'll yeah. <laughs> ship them. Ship page a or uh, ship ship Dave a million limbs. He'll figure it out. Definitely. Yeah, and so all these guys shot amazing. Stefan Hansen shot perfect 90x, all right, to qualify. Yeah. Going into the shoot-off, Hansen lands ninth. Yeah. I, th I thought it was sixth. I thought he landed sixth, but it says here ninth place. So it just goes ninth. to show. Yeah, just goes to show that the pressure's different. Like it, I'm, I'm, it yeah, ratchets so up. How many uh, how many ends did they go? Uh, I, I wasn't able to watch it. I also have not watched it. Okay. <laughs> Which kind of sucks, dude. We're just going off a. We're just telling you guys what we're going off last, of the score, score sheet. The last there was the three of them, the top three, all shot off. Yeah, I just watched a handful of highlights. I watched Bodie shoot. You know, mm -hmm. um, dude, I've seen Bo Junkie and Competition Archery Media do the the. Who are you putting on the Mount Rushmore of archery? Okay. All right. I saw that, but I I, I clicked. <laughs> clicked me, fast. I know. It's a fucking retarded thing, but let's entertain it for my own because I just have, you know, what I think. Who who do you think? Who would you put on the the Mount Rushmore of archery? Uh, you know, it's it's kind of rough, but, you know, I, 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 I have to say. Fred Bear would have to be on there. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't expect that. Why not? Because you kind of are like a Terry Ragsdale guy. You're like a, you know, that's what but, I expected. You know, okay. I feel like if you, As far as targets, yeah, I would definitely put Terry Ragsdale up there. I feel like you and Terry Ragsdale, like if you guys were partying in Vegas at, at the <laughs> Vegas shoot, he could probably get you to do blow, you know, or some shit you wouldn't normally do. You guys would probably pick up a bunch of hookers. Like you, I could see you guys doing some like wacky shit together, you know, and that's why you like him. Interesting. Okay. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, you're 100. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Once again, I got you, you figured see out. So, anyways, Terry Ragsdale. I think Bodie Turner. Should go on the, on the, uh, I think Bodie should go on the fucking Mount Rushmore of archers. And I know that's an unpopular, unpopular opinion. 
But you put Bodie against Terry Ragsdale, he'll fuck Ragsdale right in the ass. Yeah, well, considering he wasn't even born. Lucky for Terry Ragsdale. Different time. Yeah, yeah. Lucky for him, dude. Well, that that's always the case in all sports, you know. Like, well, how would you? How would he do? You know, like talk about baseball, whatever. Or even the high jump, dude. How about that? <laughs> the high jump. You remember when they did? Uh, they used to jump over that pole face first. It was. Um, or face down, and then they. Yeah. Someone invented the uh, what's it called? The like something. Fosbury. Yes, the Fosbury flop flipped over backwards, right? Now it's how everyone does it. Everyone's super getting super high, high up on that. Oh, man, they're doing like 12, 13 feet now or something like that. That's retarded. That's amazing. That's retarded. If I had that ability, there's no limit to what I'd be breaking and entering into. <laughs> I would just be <laughs> gliding over fences backwards. <laughs> with a with a knapsack and a crowbar, too. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, yeah, okay. In that respect, yeah, you you need the guys that jump over the the pole face down, i.e. Ragsdale, before you can get to the Bodies who are face. Yeah, up. I mean, it's it's hard to say. Like, okay, we'll go we'll go baseball. So. How would Babe Ruth do today? How would Barry Bonds do back then? Mm-hmm. You know, but there's no there's no comparison. You know, true, true. I would pick Barry Bonds with juice over oh, uh, over Babe Ruth with cocaine. <laughs> I think uh, I think Bonds takes it every every day, and I think Turner it's the same deal. Pick them at their peak, pit them against each other. It's almost like boxing, but boxing is kind of like, uh, you know, because they always say who would have won, Tyson or Ali or, you know. Right. These, That's, uh, these guys. you know, the Raging Bull, you know, throw Jake LaMotta. Yeah. You fuck my wife? <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, that's, yeah, I love that movie. I I guess you watched that a few times. All right, because oh. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> dude, there's a scene where he's asking his brother. Um, I finished that, but yeah, it's his brother's played by Joe <laughs> Pesci. But and he's like, "You fucked my wife." And he's like, "You dipshit." He's like, "Why would you even ask me that?" Yeah. <laughs> Let's but, go back on the course here. So all yeah. right. Yeah. So it, Fred Bear, oh, Terry okay. Ragsdale. Fred Bear, Terry and, Ragsdale. You know. It's going to be pretty unpopular with you, but I'd have to say. Greg Poole. Sorry, go on. Go ahead. It's it's hard. I mean, like, who did. Uh, I got three in my head. Who are you going to pick? Bodie Turner. Bodie Turner. Um, Jesse Broadwater, Dave Cousins, and Levi Morgan. You know? I think Jesse Broadwater deserved to be up there for sure. He, uh, you know, and is also Rio, you know. I do like Rio also. It's hard to say, you know. But in the grand scheme of things, dude, Bodie could put teabag every single one of them. Yeah. So Right now. Yeah, right now. I know, but, it, dude, it's the, to me, it's the impact. Like, like the, the score, the impact of the score shot. Like. But he's not alone, though, you know? I mean... Dude, uh, the 
Terry Ragsdale's best day sinking a knife into someone, that knife only makes it like two inches into their guts. <laughs> Bodie Turner drives a knife into you, and that blade's sticking through your spinal cord, dude. Like We're talking knives, you know? I mean, I mean, it's... it's Terry Ragsdale's got a freaking repurposed uh, saw, a knife made out of a saw, and, and, and Bodie's got a Japanese-made... <laughs> Samurai blade. Do you think it's gear limited? Because I don't think it's gear. Oh, I I have a little argument with that. I mean, I mean, granted, yeah, I'm sure some of the bows back then were shit, and their releases were shit, and your arrows were shit. But no, I mean, I would say the only thing they had for them going in their way was was arrows. Mm -hmm. Albeit they were aluminum, but they just you know they just got new ones. Yeah, but. You know, as far as everything else, the sights, the bows, the strings, they were they were all, the releases were all horrendous. Mm -hmm. You know, the manufacturing they had back then was... Um, American? Yeah. Yeah. Probably better. But... Mm, I mean, creativity is probably different. Engineering was probably different. They probably didn't know what limits could be pushed on things. Well, yeah, things were, were they're advancing really fast, so... Yeah, I mean, you ever you ever had a a check it site? Ever seen a check it site? No, I don't even know what that is. Oh my gosh, thing was horrible. It probably deflected about four inches, you know, at every shot. Looks like a plate with a bunch of little pins on it. No, it's a little a little. It's a regular, you know, movable site, but the the thing rattled like crazy. The mm -hmm. it would break so much that the the um, scope rod would break on a regular basis. Oh, damn. Very similar to black gold sights. Uh, okay. <laughs> Without getting kicked over, they would break. Okay. All right. I see some uh, some check it sights. Yeah, those look like shit for sure. Yeah. So, you know. It's funny because that, that's the kind of crap that China is like knocking off today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no. they that that they're they're right there. Your site was moving, you know, like crazy. I'm sure. Oh, you know they didn't they didn't have uh, programs. You know, they tape also, They also didn't drug test back then. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, no, they didn't. Well, mm -hmm. because there wasn't a regularity of everybody getting close to shooting perfect every time. Dude, just looking at a picture of Terry Ragsdale, his piss would melt the cup. All right, melt the cup. So, I appreciate your insight, Bodie. Bodie. Okay. All five faces need to be Bodie. Just different, All right. making different faces. Until yeah, someone comes along to beat Bodie, which, I mean, it'll, it'll happen. So, someone. Oh, I don't know. 16, 17? Hmm, funny you know that. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Yeah. He doesn't have any like real facial hair, so I can't say he's an adult. <laughs> you know, but I mean, dude's good enough, man. Uh, until we see the day that someone pushes the envelope beyond what Bodie does, because it almost looks like, like at this point, the reason Bodie isn't better or or deserves to be, in my opinion, on there immediately. Mm -hmm. 
Because he's so new. That's a dumb reason, Jim. <laughs> Dude, it'll never happen. But someday we should do an outlaw event where I get Bodie as my teammate, and you get Terry Ragsdale as your teammate. <laughs> okay. That's uh, fucking gay. I know. I shouldn't even say that. <laughs> that was dumb. Anyway, um, the shootouts well, went I down. What's that? Getting Ragsdale as a, a partner than you would getting Bodie as a partner. You said you got a better chance at it? Yeah. Probably, dude. This guy's <laughs> phone's probably not even ringing. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably sitting and there watching it. Bodie saw his number. He just, like, delete. <laughs> exactly, dude. Probably threw his... <laughs> Probably threw his phone in the fucking, uh... Ah! Yeah, threw it in the bay, dude. <laughs> Daddy, me again. You know, Ragsdale's picking up his phone, and he's going, hello? And it's just, like, nothing <laughs> on the other lane. He's like, ah, never mind. I thought I heard it ring. <laughs> no love for this old champ. <laughs> yeah. He's like... <laughs> Terry Ragsdale, he's brushing his teeth, right? Before he goes to bed, looks down, sees that picture of him in Vegas with those two hot babes, and he goes, ha... Ah. And spits out his toothpaste and goes to bed by himself. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think Gaius Carter's going to call you up pretty soon here. I know. Gaius reminds me of, you know, so Mike Tyson was like a huge fan of all the boxers before him, all the classic old school boxers, right? Gaius is very much like Mike Tyson in that respect, where he like knows all the old guys, knows all their feats and like what they did for the sport and all that. That's wonderful, dude. That's fine. I'm more of an ignorant crackhead. I can just tell you what I see today. Talk about Gaius. I didn't see him. He didn't attend the shoot, but he's probably getting ready for the ATA show. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Probably too busy making which, money. Which is this week. Pretty sweet. I know West Coast Archery's going to it. Wonderful. Yeah. I told Rudy Can't wait pick for them to stuff. come back Show us all the innovation that is available. Mm, there will be. I just want broadheads. Show me some cool oh. broadheads. So, I do know. Well, I, I probably shouldn't say. It. We'll wait for West Coast to make these announcements. I won't blow them. Up. Oh, there's gonna really? Be, West Coast is going to be carrying some cool stuff pretty soon, though. I mean, they already do, but they're going to be carrying some even more cool stuff coming up. No, oh, that's great. Well, I can't wait to get over there now that I can. Uh... Shop over there without under a veil of secrecy. <laughs> yep. So going back to the Rushmore Rumble, Bodie ended up winning the shoot off. Lutz in second, Nick Capper's in third, Kyle Douglas in fourth. Uh, fourth. It's a great showing for Kyle Douglas. You know, considering he just got his hands on his title. Right. Sawyer Sullivan in fifth, Aaron Shawn sixth, Richard Bowen in seventh. I think Richard Bowen's shooting an, an elite bow, correct? I'm not sure. Chris Schaff in eighth, Stefan Hansen in ninth, Chris Perkins in tenth, and who cares anything beyond that? Right. Like Schlosser tied with tenth, yep. I like Schlosser tied with tenth, yeah. Beyond that, who cares? Yeah, I mean those. Look at, I mean those guys are were almost considered barely also rants, but they both shot 88 X's, and then there they are down in place. I know. You know with. These guys are on like the level of immortals, you know. Yeah, I mean they they won't even get remembered. All all they'll remember for this year is Stephen Hansen shot ninety X's, 
and Bodie Turner won. Even the ninety X achievements overshadowed by the fact that Bodie won. Yeah. You know? It's an amazing feat that he did. You know, it was probably perfect in a way that Bodie only shot eighty nine because he did, like everybody ran and put their face in front of Stefan. And let him breathe for a second, let Bodie breathe for five and minutes. Like, all right, I'm gonna go, you know, play some video games or <laughs> You know, something. Go play with my Pokemon cards, and then I'm going to yeah. fuck someone up. Yep. <laughs> Whatever kids do. <laughs> yeah. There's a, what was that one? Charge Charizard outside, I think. Let's go track it down. You thinking of Pokemon Go? I don't know what the hell it is. That's a, that is a good try, Jim. My daughter's 33 years old, so <laughs> most of like, shut up with the damn Charizard. Dude, she don't play that game. It wasn't like all it was cards back then. Yeah, back then it was cards. It's not like you walking around off the cliff. I would people. I'd never do that. Your your generation was. I'm too, is. I'm too busy trying to learn how to get good at shit. So. I'm still waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> it's a long road. <laughs> um right, let's uh let's move on to uh champion compound senior okay well, i was gonna skip or we'll just skip the women page won it all right outright she's the only one that shot a 600 900 900 correct only woman to shoot a 900 yep tanya galantine and, in second my own personal favorite alexis ruiz yeah a little further down the list but it's okay alexis we'll get him next time um but I mean, there was a big – look at – I mean, Tanya shot 83 X's, mm-hmm. and she was above everybody with yeah. that. Yeah, but, time. But but she still dropped one. Yep. You know, Correct. Like, like, how many of those X's would you give up to get that one point back? And you said oh, all of them. Yeah, I would always say all of them. Yeah. I'd give them you all know. up in a heartbeat. So it was basically, you know, for qualifications, it was Tanya and Paige, you know. I know, and Tanya's doing it with a darton on top of it. Incredible, incredible. Yeah, she did. She was fighting Paige tooth and nail last year. Yeah. Uh, I think she came away with a couple, right? They'll be doing it again this year. Yeah, looks like. Yeah. Come on, Alexis. Let's get together here. Change of the guard. You know, you see a few less. uh, There used to be some other names regularity in the women's pro. Uh yeah, who's that Mexican babe? Uh Mexican or Colombian? Colombian. Oh no. Yeah, wait, you pick. What was it? Colombia is Sarah Lopez. Sarah Lopez, yeah. Um I was thinking of Anderson's wife. Uh Big Cat's wife. Oh yeah. Um uh, she gave Paige a run for her money. Handful. Yes, it, I mean she's she's just uh, being a mom right now. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, who I used to really like. Um, I used to have a like a nerd crush. She used to shoot a Hoyt. What was her name? Come on, Hoyt Pro. Um. Hoyt Pro, female, early two thousands. Oh okay. 
something? That ah, doesn't matter. I'm just being a pervert now. Let's get back to oh, the show. Hold on. I'm thinking of two things. But... If you can get it, I'll give you a dozen arrows. Let's see. Keep going. Let's see. Um, let's see. She shot a Hoyt. She shot an arrow at the Olympics. No, she didn't shoot an arrow at the Olympics. Yeah, into the cup. That was a guy. Are you calling me gay? <laughs> it was a guy. He was a Paralympic French guy. Okay, okay. All right. Are you thinking of Erica Jones? Erica Jones. That's the one, dude. You yeah. Get do- you get a dozen arrows. Erica Jones. Mm. That's one good-looking archer right there. He was really good. And then there, there was, she was also battling with another gal. What was her name? Uh, man, I don't know. We're probably getting yeah. into this territory where the only people that care are like the senior <laughs> pro guys. Just between us. No, I'll remember first. No, I will. <laughs> right? Most people have turned it off by now. <laughs> They're like... Anyway, Erica Jones, you guys, look her up. She was uh, she was a hot tamale at one time. Yes. Yep. Anyway, going on to the senior pro um, for the Rushmore Rumble, our our boy Mark Rubio was was battling, doing really good on day one with five ninety eight. Uh, who was he with? What that guy called? Uh, he- Keith Trail, he was shooting with Keith up there with Keith Trail, yep. you know, and, and Lynn Lynn Hawk was definitely first place. Yeah, after day one, uh, Randy Morocco, Benton Christensen. Is it a different Kyle Douglas? It's read the name again. Oh, <laughs> uh, Doug, I... uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, there's that public schooling in Monterey there for you. Yep. And then it was Mark. Mark died with yeah. Darren Collins. So, again, I made a prediction earlier in the year that Mark Rubio was going to drive a log truck right through Tim Gillingham's ass at every event. So far. So I'm far, a, you're a, true. I'm I mean, 100% right. He was uh, add Keith Trail's name to that list too. Three points and six uh, X is better than him, which is a ton. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big time, especially at this level. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Mark is not satisfied with dropping three points, but no, he would have dropped another three points, so he would have been really not satisfied. He would have been. He would have been bummed. I think he did great. Yeah, um, you know, uh, Mark Rubio, you know, hometown hero here, landed in sixth place, so we're stoked about that. Uh, Rob yeah. Morgan in fifth, Benton in fourth. This was, you know, final results: Douglas Kyle in third, Randy Morocco in second, Lynn. Is that Hawk in first? Uh, that's what I'm gonna say. That's a cool name. I dig it. But straight up 900, you know, and yep, 70 and, X's. Uh, Dude, who is you know. who is Lynn Hawk? Is he a PSE guy? I don't know. If you type that name into Google, all that shows up are women. <laughs> mm. uh, you know, Lynn Hawk Archery. You know, it'd be cool. 
if I can find this dude. Um, let me see. I'm pulling up a picture here. I think he might be a PSE guy. How funny it would be if I could find this guy and uh, he turns out to be super cool. I could be like, Mark, you're out. I got a new favorite old guy. <laughs> <laughs> he would very, uh, you would very greatly appreciate that. that... <laughs> right. I'm sure he fucking smashed my face in. Yeah, he is. A... At the Fresno Junior. event. Yeah, he is, huh? Mm-hmm. Man, Paige is looking good these days, huh? Octavia diet's really working out. Douglas Kyle is a uh, elite shooter. And yep. Randy Moran Matthews shooter. Nice. Nice. What's Keith Trail shooting? Is he darting now? Um, or is he still shooting PSE? I think he's shooting the darting, yeah, because he was shooting a Martin, remember? Yeah. And then there was a little drama that happened over there. What was the drama? I don't know exactly. Um, there was a podcast around where he kind of alluded to something, but didn't come out right and say it. Damn. I just want some of these people to get unfiltered and cut loose. Yeah. But anyway, that's pretty much the Rushmore Rumble wrapped up. Yeah, some amazing scores, some great shooting. Yep. Uh, fun local stuff coming up. Let's see. We got this week. Do a little bit of practicing and then uh, down to Fresno for the – I'm going to be doing two shoots. Um, it's the spot archery. It's having an indoor event. And then impact archery is having an event. Fantastic. Yeah, I have been practicing, so – It'll be interesting yeah, yeah. to see if I make any improvements at all or if, you know, I'm still shooting the same. I'll know where to go from here. I haven't noticed too much posting by you on the uh, Archery Unfiltered practice oh, the board. practice page? Yeah, dude, I've yeah. been – so I saw uh, – I don't know if anyone else saw this. Chris Perkins posted up his day – like, first day with the title. Or yeah. I don't know if it was his first day or not, but he was practicing getting ready for the Rumble, right? He shot 240 arrows, and then, like, they were all X's. Maybe he dropped, like, three X's, shot three tens, something like that. And I was thinking, holy shit, 240 arrows is this guy's practice day. Um, and I was thinking, my practice is nowhere close to that. I've been doing yeah. two, two Vegas games a day, right? Wake up early, throw down two Vegas games, you know talk some shit on the text messages, you know, what have you. Ignore all the memes I sent you. Dude, it's a lot. It's a lot, but I, I, I watched them. <laughs> <laughs> I also take the funny shit you send me, and then I send it. To get, you know, a little more serious here for you. What's that? Archer is Chris Perkins' job. It's still, still. If you, you know, want, it, he, there's a very clear thing when he's posting up his 240, right? Without bragging about his score, there is the big thing there is the dude shot 240 arrows for practice. Yeah. And that, to me, it harks, what's the word? Uh, it, it, it brings back memories of me hearing about pros shooting 300 arrows a day or like Rio shooting, you know, 
eight games a day. Eight games, something ungodly like that, right? Yeah. And I was like, holy crap. Two games, maybe two games a day isn't cutting it at this point in my archery as far as improving or getting me to where I want to be. You know, like where I want to be is consistent 300s. I would be happy with less of an X count, you know, yeah, well, as a well, sacrifice. Let me put, interrupt you. Uh-huh. There's things you want to do. And then there's the things you have to do as a parent and husband. Okay, well, check this out. I started waking up an hour earlier. Okay? So I was waking up at 4 to start shooting. I've been waking up at 3 to start shooting. Yeah. And I tried to get to 200 arrows, 240. Not even close, dude. Like, I was in so much pain at about, I think it was like 1. Oh, the first time I tried was I made it to 150. And then I was like, my shoulder hurt. My back hurt. My like the left shoulder hurt. My right back muscle hurt. <laughs> my neck hurt. I felt like I got hit by a really tiny car. You know. Yeah. And, okay. Let's put it in perspective here. You're getting up at three o'clock in the morning ish to try and cram in 240 arrows mm-hmm. in the 45 minutes before you go to work. Yes. You know, he probably went to freaking Tim Hortons. You know, watched yeah. his car second time. You know, and yeah, but he's Ricky also <laughs> watch Ricky. And uh, <laughs> well, he's in Canada; they are behind. So, uh, well, that's also the thing. He's Canadian, so yeah. You know, they they have low T levels, like <laughs> across the board. Um, and I'm sure he's no different. So yeah. there's no reason why I should not be able to do this. Um, yeah, so, well. I've continued to wake up early. Do doing that's what I'm saying. My new record is 180. I've been able to get to yeah. 180, but put one more game in behind the 150. Hurt. It hurt. Um, uh, according to Jake Kaminsky's periodization thing, like this should be my easy week leading into these events coming up. Okay. Because we got the Fresno events, then we have the state indoor shoot, or I I'm going to be shooting the state indoor shoot in uh, at West Coast. On Thursday, I think, of next week. Not this upcoming week, but the week after. All right. Um, so there's just there, there's shit going down to be ready for. And then after that, the week after that, is the Wilderness Indoor Shoot. That's great. Yeah, are you doing that one? Yeah. That's going to be a fun one. That'll be really cool. Yeah. So, okay. Like like Paige says, people are like, when do you... And, and other, not just her, mm-hmm. but they're like, when do you practice when, you know, how do you practice when you're traveling so much? He's like, well, I practice when I can, mm-hmm. where I can. But basically I go to tournaments every week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's always shooting. So that's, you won't be getting the volume you're in, you're looking for, but you'll be getting the, the high stress arrows. Yes. Uh, I also weeks. believe that Paige saying she doesn't practice is a lie. <laughs> Ah, uh, no. I should, told, okay, I get it. You love Paige. You don't want to call it a lie. All right. Heather told that she, there was a time she, the rare practice was not a regular thing. Okay. I have also heard in more recent, you know, times, Paige will shoot for eight hours pulling limbs off of her, you know, swapping limbs yeah. in and out to figure out what she needs. You know, granted, even though you're tinkering with your bow, that's still putting reps in. And if it's for eight hours, that's six more hours than I'm putting in. Yeah. Well, again, 
I'm sure you would do 10 hours of shooting if if, if it was your sole job. I don't know. But dude. I've They'll... seen you do it. You were single and That's you had that... a free shot at the local archery indoor range. You you basically lived there. The thing is, if I had like, the range at my house. till 9 o'clock, yeah. five days. Oh, for sure. For sure. But here's the thing. Like, uh, I don't trust myself with that kind of freedom, you know? Well, you'll never have that freedom again. I mean, in 16 years or so, I might. But the thing is, if I do have that freedom, what's to say, like, I spend it properly practicing? And it, porn is at our fingertips. You know what I mean? It's like there's so many things that could just derail me one way or another. Porn, You'll be back in football by then. You know, new weed, uh, you know, fentanyl is getting cut into everything. So there's, all, you know, my become oh. addicted to eye drops, whatever. You could be a professional Narcan. Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just shoot Narcan into hobos. Yeah. Yeah, like a, what do they call what do they call those? Um, Tranquilizer those, gun? No, those those um, ammo belts, uh-huh. you know, all across your chest, crossways with just Narcan all over and walking down San Francisco and Oakland. <laughs> Slipping on shit and then shooting hobos yeah. clean. <laughs> here's some for you, here's some for you. <laughs> Dude, there is a sweet video of uh, this dude's walking down the street and he sees there's like a a homeless crazy guy whacking off on the corner. He bare maces the dude in the face. The guy's laying down, right? So the guy's like, ah! And then he bare maces the dude's dick and balls. (laughs) And the guy's like, ah! And then he bare maces him in the face again. Oh, my gosh. Of course, it's California. I think it's Los Angeles, but it it definitely looked like San Francisco. I don't know what videos you're watching, but you complain about the Arnold Schwarzenegger ones I send you, so... I'm not listening to you anymore. God, yeah. I swear to God, if anyone said, do the, I'm sure you guys out there see it where, like, they put someone's face on someone else's Yeah, the AI make it sing or whatever. If you guys see those videos, send them to Jim Padilla, all right? (laughs) It's like Bull2706 on Instagram. Send them to him. (laughs) He needs those videos, not me. Oh, you love it. You uh, love I it. I hate that shit, dude. It's <laughs> some whack, whack fucking song, too. It's like some sea shanty or some shit. It's bananas. <laughs> well, bud, you got anything you want to add to this episode, this fantastic episode? No, I think we're pretty good. Uh, touched on all the subjects. I uh, wish our, our uh, lifestyles were uh, opened up a little bit better. We would have got to this about... A week, ten days. Yeah, easily yeah. a week more. But you know, we take notes on we're it. It's not like we're letting it get biased. We're trying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we put out. So, you know, I mean, I think you were funnier on today's episode than I was. I think I landed uh, a lot of. I think I landed a lot of more cringy jokes. But uh, you know, but I, I want everybody. Here's one, and then you brought it up. Um, I want everybody to look up. Pete Weber. Pete Weber. And okay. under the t- who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> I put that on my notes, right? And that will be your uh, your what'd you call it? Uh, uh, free free motivational track. Yeah, that'll be your motivational. That's exactly why I saved that, dude. 
That beats it. That was such a great video of him, like, talking all that shit to that other guy. and. <laughs> Yeah, there's the short version and there's the long version, but uh, watch them both. Yeah, uh, Pete Weber is kind of like the Dave Cousins of bowling, you know? Oh, my He's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> he's fucking great. Um, but I'm surprised you have queued up for everybody to listen to. Oh, dude, I'll, I'll put it in right now, all right? Okay. All right, man. So, hold on. Let me make a clap. And then... I'll have that all ended in. All right, bud. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Jim. Thanks for co-hosting. All right. Thanks for keeping yeah, me in and, check, uh, bud. I'm going to go above and beyond here. You know, uh, don't be afraid to send in your questions, and then we'll see if we can get to them. Hell yeah. Send them to me. Send them to Jim. Yeah, I'll just send them to Archery Unfiltered. Yeah, okay, just send them to me. Yeah. <laughs> all right, dude. We'll get back okay. at it. Uh, the next episode, I'm hoping, will be listener questions because I'm thinking we're covering the news enough to where I, I can't see anything new popping up until Vegas. Yeah, but I think it'll be uh, it'll be better. You know, you got like you said, we got some shoots coming up. Everybody's yes. got some shoots. You know, we'll have uh, we'll get some new flavor getting mixed in here. Uh, we, not just new stuff. Tips and tricks for the shooting the 450. You know, hell yeah, let's do that. And then we'll right. we'll uh we'll do our rundown. We'll cover the Lancaster event. Yeah, that'll be fun. That's always a good time. Yeah. All right, bud. All right, man. All right, dude. Have a good night, Jim. Thank you. No problem. Talk All to right. you later. Later, buddy. Yeah. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it. Alright guys, I want to share one of my favorite products with you guys. It is the Baker Archery Products Pro Shop Vice. Uh, my buddy Butch out in Idaho makes a sick bow vise. Uh, and you guys are probably wondering, well, why do I need a bow vise? It makes working on your bow super easy. It's one of those must-have things like a bow press. Um, the shop vise, you mount it somewhere on your table, you know, with it, you can manipulate your bow any which way and lock it into a stationary position. You can level your sight axes, you can set up arrow rests, install D-loops, knock sets. Shit like that becomes real easy, stuff you can do really fast on the fly. Um, and, you know, you probably do it better quality than doing it just sitting on your couch <laughs> in front of the TV. I'm not the only guy that likes these products. You guys might have heard of Kyle Douglas, and he uses these. If you have any interest in seeing how they work, check out my Instagram. I'm going to put up a setup video where I'm setting up my hunting bow with one of these bad boys. They are sold at BakerArcheryProducts.com for the low price of $240. Through PayPal, you could be paying really low payments like $22 a month. These things are legit, well worth the money. When you break it down into payments, shit, it, it's cheaper than hell. Check them out, bakerarcheryproducts.com. Tell my buddy Butch I directed you that way so he knows it is worth sponsoring this podcast, okay? All right. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, guys? You guys know my opinions on bowstrings. I think the, well, I think the top bowstrings in the world are made by Tom Parkinson. Uh, followed up by uh, Austin Kincaid. Those are some of my two favorites. I'm currently shooting... Uh, a set of bowstrings made by my good friend Nick Ingham and I would urge you guys to get out and check them out uh, Flingham Nation bowstrings it's an Idaho company takes pride in every strand using only the best material 452x trusted by the pros this is true myself and Nick included well I don't think I'm a pro anymore but Nick is definitely a pro uh, stretch for hours uh, ready to go for performance I know Nick stretches the strings under an insane load um you know, and you guys, if anyone knows Nick Ingham, he's a, an elite shooter. He is, I mean, I don't mean the bow company. He is a badass shooter. He's been on the podium with guys like um, Chris Schaff and uh, Kyle Douglas. Uh, if you guys want to check these strings out, go to flingemnation.com. That's flingemnation.com. Uh, you can follow Instagram, uh, follow on Instagram, Facebook, Flingham Nation. Um, and another thing, guys, if you order a set of strings from Nick, uh, use code UNFILTERED, you get 10% off a set of strings. I, I'm personally all about, uh, well, first, I'm all about Nick. I, I love Nick as a dude, personally. Um, I love his family. And he's he's breaking into string building, and he's building a damn fine set of strings. Uh, I'm going to post up a video pretty soon of uh, me installing his strings, doing some timing setup on my bow. And uh, you guys can see the quality on there. All right? All right, y'all. Check them out. Fling them bowstrings. Guys, my favorite stabilizer is the Carbon Craft Stabilizer. I've been talking about this bar for three years now. Um, if you guys know me, you know I am a whore for gear. And the one thing I've kept constant is the Carbon Craft Stabilizer. Probably gonna ask why I wanna know. <laughs> well, quite frankly, the Carbon Craft Stabilizer is the stiffest, lightest, dampest stabilizer I've ever shot. Um, for the money, for the price point, it beats any other stabilizer. Performance wise, it beats any other stabilizer. Um, if you're shooting any other bar, it's probably just because you're shilling. Alright? Check them out Carbon Craft Stabilizers. You can order them with my friend Brian Webb down in Fresno, or you can call Rudy Sandoval at West Coast Archery. Finally, the show is brought to you by my friends Darren and Bet out in Napa, California. They are the owners and operators of DB Custom Coatings, the Sarah Coders out of Napa. Um, my friends Darren and Bet, they Saracote bows. They can make your old shitty bow look freaking new and awesome. They can make your boring stock colors look rare and special. Uh, Darren does an amazing job Saracoting. He does anything from solid colors to American flags to fades to 
anything. I've seen him do a galaxy on a PSE before. It was nuts. Um, he does Casey Caulfield's bow. All right, check that out. Casey Caulfield on the side of the Lancaster truck. She's shooting the bow that Darren Saracoded. What does that tell you? Darren ain't no slouch. The dude is good enough for the Caulfield family. So, uh, yeah, Darren's the shit. He's a super cool guy. He does releases too. You know, don't don't just think that he doesn't uh, do other things. I know he's done inserts or outserts. I think for hunting arrows for Chris Schaff. Uh, all kinds of stuff. So if you guys are interested, hit them up. DB Custom Coatings on Instagram. Uh, you know, if you're a gun nut, if you can disassemble your your rifle, Darren can Cerakote that shit pink for you. You know? Um, check them out. DB Custom Coatings on Instagram. Those guys are my friends. They are the one of the longtime oldest and biggest supporters of the show. So show them some love, all right? All right, everyone. Good night. Peace.